first. Uh, let me tell you about Rough Greens. Uh, Rough Greens, if you love your dog as half as much as uh, I do, and your dog is, somebody said to me, oh, he's seven, getting old. I said, I, I, that's exactly how I felt about Uno. And then I started feeding Rough Greens. And the first two weeks, he loved it. He was eating it. He would race to the bowl. Uh, but then after that, in the last six months, I've seen such changes in him. He's like a puppy again. It's remarkable. It's remarkable. Last night at midnight, I got home and he greeted me uh, in the driveway with his ball in his mouth. I mean, he is just a different dog. Rough greens. Uh, it's honestly like Uno was sick and now he's not anymore. It's not age. They're not getting the right supplements. Get Rough Greens now uh, at the, uh, uh, the address at the bottom of the screen. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Well, the news this morning is the presidential debate. Joe Biden has decided it's going to be virtual. Uh, The president has said, I don't think so. No, no virtual debates. What do you think? Uh, Somebody could be writing notes. Uh, Maybe he could have a prompter or a computer screen in front. No, no virtual debate. So we'll see how that turns out. But tonight or today, I want to talk about last night's debate where Mike Pence wiped the floor with Kamala Harris. They are not the mainstream media is so deeply in the bag for these guys. They are not covering. It's it's as if they watched another debate. They talked about how expertly she put him in his place and stopped all the mansplaining. She was the most unlikable individual I think I've ever really seen. Yeah, really, really, bad. really unlikable. We go there and we begin with uh, the uh, the debate recap with Donald Trump Jr. in sixty seconds. This is the Glenn Beck program. So times have really changed. It used to be a criminal, you know, had to work really hard to steal a person's stuff or their identity. Yeah, but that's before the Internet came along. Now someone exists somewhere out in cyberspace working 24 hours or just actually having the uh, computer system work 24 hours. And somebody else just gets a little piece and then they buy that piece. And before you know it, all of your information is gone. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft can affect your life. Every day you put your information out on the Internet and it is at risk. And you're going to miss certain identity threats if all you're doing is monitoring your credit. Fortunately, there is LifeLock to help protect you. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But you you can find out if your information is on the dark web already. Get your free dark web scan. I want you to just go to LifeLock.com scan and see if your information is already out. 
If it is, you got to get that back in. And that's where LifeLock helps you. LifeLock.com slash scan. You can also join and you'll get 25% off with the promo code back. It's LifeLock.com slash scan. Last night I thought was amazing. I didn't think it started out real well. Um, Mike Pence came out and he kind of seemed like the typical politician. And I didn't think he did well with COVID, surprisingly, shockingly. And then he just unleashed and Kamala Harris looked horrible. I talked to uh, Donald Trump Jr. right after the debate. And here's what he said. And man, he just destroyed her. And he did it with a smile on yep. his face. He had an answer for everything. He called out the lies when it was appropriate. He kept his cool. He pointed out to the, you know, the cold, hard facts of Joe Biden's failed 47 years in the Washington, D.C. swamp. He called out Kamala Harris's disastrous uber-leftist record in the Senate uh, and the disaster that that would mean for the American people. And, and he did it with a smile on his face, and you could see just the cringe uh, you know, on that just the least authentic person in probably American <laughs> politics, if not just America, period, Kamala Harris, and she's just getting destroyed by, uh, by this guy who just did it in the nicest possible way. It was amazing. I saw her one more time say, I'm speaking. I'm speaking. Yeah, well, she, tries, she tries to do the, like, I'm cute thing. But she overplays it. Oh. But, you know, it's sort of like the fake laugh when she laughs for no reason. And you have that cackle. That, <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 when she's laughing at something that's not a joke that yeah. only she finds funny that no yeah. one else is in on. Uh, I mean, it, there's really like there's a failure of personality there that's truly sad. It, it's, it's sort of embarrassing to watch. And, I, you know, I think a lot of that was uh, present tonight. But I think more importantly, her refusal to answer uh, real issues, her, you know, the gibberish she gave us about what they would do about China and holding them accountable and Joe's dismal record in China, where he sent American jobs abroad for decades. The fact that she wouldn't answer the question about stacking courts, which obviously means that's totally their plan. They're just not going to say it because it would be negative for them. But if they don't give an answer, uh, at least then when they do it, uh, they can say it's not a lie. So, uh, you know, I think all of that has been exposed and the hypocrisy of the Democrat Party has been exposed. And honestly, I think she was just a terrible choice for BP. And tonight's you know, performance shows just that. I, I will tell you the the thing that I liked about Mike Pence, um, and I thought she did a horrible job on this, was the economy. Um, there was just no credibility coming from. I, and I wanted Pence to say, I want somebody to say, you guys said this is as good as it's ever going to get we could never create any more jobs you mocked donald trump for saying he was going to create you said it was impossible now we're expecting you to grow it there's no magic wand for that obama oh he did say that Uh, that that was their plan there's uh, you know so uh, he actually brought it up mike pence definitely brought it up but you know that, that's the problem. You know, the media will say, oh, you know, they did a great job growing jobs. They, they, they inherited, they got an economy as it just started an uptick from one of the biggest recessions we've seen. A monkey doing nothing would have seen growth that they saw. Yeah. Uh, you know, it didn't take anything to actually see growth. But if their economy was so good and they claimed it was for eight years because of their policies, how come Donald Trump was able to make it skyrocket the second he took over? Mm-hmm. I mean, it literally on November 9th, 
2016, before he even took office, but when America knew that Donald Trump had won, when small business and big business alike realized that the person in the White House for the next four years would not be anti-business, would not be for excessive regulation, would not be for excessive taxation. That's when the market started skyrocketing. I mean, Obama gets credit for sort of the period between the election day and when my father took office at the inauguration. But consumer confidence went through the roof. It was like 1,500 points in the market because Mm -hmm. they finally knew they wouldn't have an enemy in the White House. I want to play something. Uh, Kamala Harris uh, said uh, repeatedly that they would not end fracking. But I want to play... I want to play something from Joe Biden, July 31st, 2019, the Democratic primary debate. Watch. Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration? No. No, we would would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated and no more subsidies for either one of those, either any fossil fuel. He says there is no place for any fossil fuels in a Biden administration. Um, he, he, he was very, very clear, as President or Vice President Pence pointed out, it's on their website. The Green New Deal is on their website. Yeah, it's, it's one of her number one points. It's one of his number one points. But that's the problem, Lynn. That's sort of what we're up against. The mainstream media knows that. They're not as stupid as they seem, that they would neglect point number one or point number two of his actual platform on his actual website. They just know that highlighting it to the people of Pennsylvania, to the people of Ohio and Michigan and Oklahoma and Texas and places all over the country where that is a huge boost for the economy, where that creates lots and lots, thousands and thousands of good paying jobs, they know it would be a disaster there. So and say that he's not against it, even though it's part of his platform. They will let him have both sides of every argument. I put up a tweet about it literally during the debate because there are not just one example. There are literally countless examples beyond what's on his actual website, beyond what's on his platform, where he's literally reassuring people that he's ending this stuff immediately. Because we don't have the luxury or the benefit of having a mainstream media that will function as our marketing department. That will sort of, you know, pretend we didn't do the, you know, just pretend that this is the case. Allow us to get away with anything. We get fact checked. Uh, they don't. Uh, anyone decent, whether it was talking about, you know, Joe Biden and his COVID response, whether the idea of keeping travel open from China, whether it's disastrous policies as it relates to China uh, on a trade perspective, whether it's the disastrous handling of Joe Biden of swine flu back in 2009, where even Joe Biden's own head guy, because Joe Biden had a similar role to Mike Pence in leading the response, said, man, we basically got lucky because it was a disastrous response. We did everything wrong. And by the way, they forgot to replenish the PPD after it was over. No one talks about it, just like they don't talk about Hunter Biden and millions of dollars from China and millions from the Ukraine and millions from a Putin associate in Moscow. You know, that's okay. They get a pass for that. The stuff that they dreamed for years that I was doing, Hunter Biden was actually doing. And now that the collusion is on the other foot, no one wants to know anything. But this is what we're up against. And that's why it's so important for the American people to see it. It is. uh, It's amazing. I spent about 30 minutes privately with uh, Don Jr. uh, last night. And I will tell you that they are fighting fires on so many fronts. 
and they have so few allies. Uh, I think the I think the GOP uh, is despicable. I don't think the GOP is is fighting. They are. Uh, have they abandoned him? I don't think they've abandoned him. They're just not doing all that they can mm. uh, to uh, to fight the fires. I, I really f- got the feeling uh, in just talking about a couple of things that they are so. Um, I mean, they're they're battling the taxes. They're battling uh, <laughs> impeachment. They're battling the Russia Gate. They're battling uh, COVID. They're battling the president's COVID. They're battling mm-hmm. the press. I mean, it is. It's just overwhelming. Um, I, I urge you to pray for the president and his family because they are uh, they are fighters, man. They are fighters, but they really are the firewall. They go down. This whole thing goes down. Uh, you know, the 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 press last night, uh, Mike Pence did such a great job about talking about the economy he kept bringing it back to the economy, which is the number one thing people are concerned about. And, you know, when when uh, Barack Obama said there's no magic wand, they're not going to they're not going to be able to create all of these jobs. I knew that was wrong. And you knew that was wrong because you believe in the American people. They do not remember you didn't build this. They believe the government is the reason jobs are created. I believe, and you believe, that government is the problem, not the solution. We are going to go back to draconian regulation beyond what President Obama had. And the, and the, the press is covering for it. And the reason why is because they believe orange man bad, and they believe in what these Marxist revolutionaries want to do. It's why they're covering for Antifa, because anything that helps their cause, uh, they support. They are not going to say, for instance, about fracking, because they know that will hurt the vote in Pennsylvania. It will hurt the vote in Ohio, and they can't do anything to hurt the vote, so they'll just leave it alone. They won't... They won't necessarily deny it. They'll just leave it alone. They'll leave it out. It's exactly what they're doing with the CIA papers or the uh, all of the uh, investigation papers from the the investigation of um, of RussiaGate. They, have you noticed they're not reporting on it? They just it's a sin of omission. As they are committing crimes of commission, they are also committing the same kind of crimes of omission. They're not talking about court packing today. That was the biggest part of the debate. That was the most stunning part of the debate. Do you know what the New York Times reported today? The New York Times reported at the very end of their uh, digest of, of the debate. They got into court packing. But here was their spin. Donald Trump has uh, appointed so many lower court judges that he has packed the lower courts. And so many believe that the only way to balance this out is to pack the Supreme Court. 
So even though Donald Trump, Barack Obama left, what was it, 1,500 judgeships open? It was some ungodly sum that he just didn't care. He just didn't appoint them. So Donald Trump, Mike Lee, Ted Cruz, they got together and they have filled all of those. And he's still filling them. That's not packing. That's just not leaving it empty. Your job as president is to appoint judges to lower courts and to the higher court. That's a consequence of an election. Barack Obama left all those judgeships open. I guess he shouldn't have. It was his choice. They were they were absolutely out of control on what they were doing then. So now you see the media already softening the ground. If anybody doesn't think that they're going to pack the court, they're going to. I don't, I don't even know if people know what that means anymore. But for 150 years, we've had nine Supreme Court justices. They will take it up to 12, 13, 14, 11, doesn't matter, until they get the majority and they get their way. That makes that's a rubber stamp. They stopped FDR. He was the only one that's ever tried to do this. And the American people became outraged. Now, I don't think the American people are going to get outraged over this. But that is a rubber stamp for the president. Whatever they want, they will get passed in the Supreme Court. That's why you don't rubber stamp it. That's why you don't pack a court. But I, you're not going to get this from the mainstream media. You're not going to get the truth on fracking. You're not going to get the truth on the Green New Deal and the jobs that that will cost. The, the, the choice is so clear. I've never seen it this clear. This is, this is the clear choice that I wanted 10 years ago. I wanted somebody just to, look, if you're for Marxism, great. Let's have that debate. They're for Marxism. They're telling you. Nobody's correcting any of this stuff. They, well, they, they don't have a problem. They're not in hiding anymore. Are we so asleep that we're just going to accept this? More in a minute. So, uh, do you remember when you were promised a really nice dinner? And the guy with the fake tan and the cheap suit and the uh, oily hair slick back said, oh, man, I got to tell you this timeshare. You're going to be here every year. You're going to be here every year. You're going to love it. And it's going to be so easy. And don't worry about the maintenance fees. Oh, remember how great that dinner was? Yeah. Oh, and those hours just sitting there listening to him drone on and on and on. Boy, that was worth it. Okay. It's the same speech he gave over and over again and and maybe you're trapped in that timeshare now. If you're tired of having to deal with that thing, uh, get out of it right now. You need to schedule a free consultation with the expert advisors at Timeshare Termination Team. Now, Timeshare Termination Team, they have a 100% uh, record of getting people out of the timeshare. They'll tell you right off the bat if they can get you out or not and when they say we can get you out it's a guarantee i mean 100 percent result so put an end to the madness 
Call the timeshare termination team today. Get the process started so you don't have to pay another maintenance fee again. You'll get 20% off when you terminate your timeshare, so make sure you tell them I sent you at 888-GET-YOU-OUT. 888-GET-YOU-OUT. That's 888-438-8688. Or you can just go to the website, timeshareterminationteam.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Did anybody have a problem with the way the economy was painted? Everyone knows the economy was great and roaring until COVID. And somehow or another, the people who want us to stay in lockdown even longer are saying that Donald Trump screwed it up. He inherited a great economy and then he screwed it up. No, COVID came. And, and I, I couldn't take the fact that, you know, they're talking about and, and we care about the little people. Really? Then why won't Congress and Nancy Pelosi pass a bill that is clean? Just help the people who need help. Why won't you do that? Because you need the pain. I have never seen anything quite like it. They're inflicting the pain. They're behind the pain. They're behind the riots. They're behind the shutdowns. These draconian laws of of keeping everybody locked in place. Look, where is it the worst? It's the worst when you have real big socialist style uh, 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 governors. That's where it's horrible. And how, how, how am I, am I just missing something, Pat? What, what is it I'm missing? Um, that, uh, Democrats are liars. I, I, I just, she I, was horrific, horrible. horrific. Yeah, it was horrific. So hard to watch. She was, I, and I, and I started, I don't know if you did, but I started watching it and I thought, Oh, no, he's going to look like a politician. He's not really answering the questions. He's t- Stop it. Oh, she absolutely didn't. But oh. then he switched it. You're right. He, he switched, switched into gear. And he was great he last was night. He was fantastic. Remained calm. Oh. Answered the questions. He was fantastic. Corrected fantastic. the record. He was, he was really and good. And she was humiliating. Yeah. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I have something on her little Lincoln story, too, you're going to love. All right. Uh, as the crazy break, uh, breakneck pace of technology uh, develops, I mean, it it uh, it sometimes can be bad for us as a species. You know, <laughs> all of this technology. Then there's technology like Simply Safe, which helps protect your home from invaders by equipping it with cameras and sensors and 24-hour video verification monitoring systems. That should be described as nothing, nothing less than the wave of the future. When you get on board with Simply Safe, you're helping ensure that your family and property are the last things any sane criminal wants to mess with. From the sign in the yard that says Simply Safe to the system that backs it up, you're protected. Simply Safe. Go to simplysafebeck.com. You'll get a free HD security camera when you go to simplysafebeck.com. Make sure you let them know that it was our show that sent you. Simply Safe Beck. 
Sportsgrid.com. Don't forget to use the promo code Glenn to get $10 off your subscription at blazetv.com. And, and Senator Harris. People, Susan, are voting right now. They'd like to know if you and Joe Biden are going to pack the Supreme Court if you don't get your way in this nomination. Let's talk about that. Are you willing to tell the American people tonight whether or not you will support either ending the filibuster or packing the court? Whatever position I take in that, that'll become the issue. Would you seek to increase the number of U.S. Supreme Court nominees? Okay. You know, that's exactly what they want me to talk about. Will you go along with what some Democrats are proposing to expand the court? What I'm not going to do, and I hope you'll understand, is play the president's game. Do you support the idea of packing the court? I'm not dodging the question. What I'm doing is staying focused. If I answer the mm. question, no matter which way I answer mm. it, then that becomes the headline tomorrow. Have you ruled out expanding the any, any. I know, I know. Issue. I am not, and I, 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 I know you're going to be upset with my answer. But what I'm not going to do is play the Trump game. Should the Supreme Court Good be gosh. expanded? Uh, you know what, let's, I think that, first of all, Joe's yeah, been yeah, very yeah. clear. Senator Harris, should Democrats yeah. try to pack the court next year? <laughs> is that an idea that you're willing to think about? We are 35 days away from an election that is probably the most important election of our lifetime. That could be His a answer more important on question. court yeah. packing, adding more justices to the court. Wow. Just sounds like a straight-up dodge. Why won't he it is. talk about what he wants to do, what he thinks should happen? Well, I think he's very clear. Yeah, he's very no, clear he's that he won't, he answer, won't answer the question. The question. He's very he, clear on he that. He won't answer the question. Uh, and it is it is something that only FDR has tried. We've never had more than nine Supreme Court justices. Uh, had as few as five. Yeah. As many as nine. Right. So we've never had more. They want to pack the court. So they want to add mm-hmm. more justices so they can get their way. It, and the media is 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 going along with it. They're starting to make the argument for them. You notice she said last night, oh, I'm glad you want to talk about packing. Let's talk about packing. She didn't finish that. What was she going to say? (laughs) She is there going to make the case after the election that Donald Trump packed the lower courts. He didn't. He just filled the open slots. That's his job. He didn't Mm -hmm. pack it. He just filled the open slots. They're not going to fill the open slots. Yeah, he They're, didn't add more justices than no. there were before. No. And, you know, I, I am, I'm so sick and tired of being called the party of fear. We're not scaring you into vote. If, if, you, if you honestly look at things, honestly look at things, when you're talking about an end to the filibuster, when you're talking about changing voting rules while the election is going on, when you're talking about an insurrection, which they are in their own words, insurrection and riots or protest, peaceful protests after the election, they're talking about packing the court. 
They're talking about cutting California up into several states so they can have more senators and more representatives uh, that lean uh, or, or are progressive and then adding two states all within the first 100 days. Those are their plans. If you don't see that the republic as you know it is at stake, then you're never going to see it. You're never going to see it. But that's not fear-mongering. That's telling you the truth. This is fear-mongering. Listen to Cut 12, Kamala on healthcare. If you have a pre-existing condition, heart disease, diabetes, breast cancer, they're coming for you. Oh, my gosh. They're coming for you. Wow. She kept saying they're coming for you. If you uh, want a job and you're, you know, 20 something in college, they're coming for you. Mike Pence, cut 16, please. Mike Pence uh, finally said this, and he said it several times on several uh, facts that she she laid out. And again, uh, Senator Harris, you're entitled to your opinion. You're not entitled to your own facts. When Joe Biden was vice president, we lost 200,000 manufacturing jobs. And President Obama said they were never coming back. He said we needed a magic wand to bring them back. In our first three years after we cut taxes, you, rolled back president. regulation, unleashed American energy, mm-hmm. this administration saw 500,000 manufacturing you, jobs yes. created. And She's- that's exactly the kind of growth we're going to continue to see as we bring our nation through Thank you, this president. pandemic. Yes. The green it was, it was amazing to me to have them climate. talk about this. And the whole time, she's shaking her head like he's lying. Yeah. Those are verifiable facts. She did that facts. every time. Every time. Verifiable facts. Verifiable facts. Back to the scaring you. They're scaring you that Donald Trump is not going to be able to bring the economy back. Which one do you believe? The guy who did it once or the guy who has been in government for, what, 50 years and has... Never really done it, never created a job and was part of the administration that did everything they could to tell you you'll never get ahead. It will never get better. Which one do you trust? Which one which one has the record? They're trying to make you afraid and they're trying to say that we're the fear mongers. Well, finally, Mike Pence had enough on the covid vaccine where she said i won't if donald trump tells me to get a vaccine i won't get a vaccine if the doctors do well why do you think donald trump's going to tell you to get a vaccine that the fda hasn't come out and said this is a, a good vaccine that they're they're suddenly just going and dumping all of this vaccine on that hasn't been approved by doctors and the fda it's a ridiculous argument it is to sow fear that donald trump is somehow or another dangerous cut five please i would like to go back i, I think to, we need uh, to move on well to the thank issue you but i would like to go back because The reality is that we're going to have a vaccine, Senator, in record time, in unheard of time, in less than a year. We have five companies in phase three clinical trials, and we're right now producing tens of millions of doses. So the fact that you continue to undermine public confidence in a vaccine, if the vaccine emerges during the Trump administration, I think is is unconscionable. And Senator, I, I just ask you, 
Stop playing politics with people's lives. The reality is that we will have a vaccine, we believe, before the end of this year. And it will have the capacity to save countless American lives. And, and your continuous undermining uh, of confidence in a vaccine is just, it, it's just unacceptable. He did so well last night. So well. Here's, here's Kamala Harris on another lie. Because they know the press will not correct it, <clears throat> they lied over and over and over again mm-hmm. about what the president has said about racism and everything else. Here they are. Now, I want you to remember that Trump calling the veterans losers or suckers, completely that was completely debunked. false including John Bolton, who Mm -hmm. you know has no love for the president. He wrote an Mm -hmm. anti-Trump book. He was there. He said it was an outrageous lie. It never happened. But because the media is in bed, she did it again. Cut 21. But you mentioned Soleimani. Let's, Let's start there. So after the strike on Soleimani, there was a counter strike on our troops in Iraq. And Mm -hmm. they suffered serious brain injuries. And do you know what Donald Trump dismissed them as? Headaches. And this is about a pattern of Donald Trump's, where he has Mm -hmm. referred to our men who are serving in our military as suckers and losers. Oh, my God. Donald Trump. It's unbelievable. Who went to Arlington Cemetery. Unbelievable and stood above the graves of our fallen heroes. Okay, I'm not going to give it any more airtime. It's absolutely a lie. Here's Mike Pence, cut 22. The slanders against President Donald Trump regarding men and women of our armed forces are absurd. I'm I'm sorry, Vice President Pence. My son is a captain in the United States Marine Corps. My son-in-law is deployed in the United States Navy. I can assure all of you, with sons and daughters serving in our military. President Donald Trump not only respects, but reveres all of those who serve in our armed forces. And any suggestion otherwise is ridiculous. Let me also say, people deserve Finally, finally. And let me leave you one more time with this. Uh, Give me Kamala on... uh, Fracking. Here it is. Cut 13. I will repeat, and the American people know, that Joe Biden will not ban fracking. That is a fact. That is a fact. Okay, stop. I will. That is a fact. That is a fact. Here's Joe Biden on fracking. Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration? No, we would we would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated and no more subsidies for either one of those, either any fossil fuel. Hmm. It's a fact. It's a fact. Jeez. If I can show you where she said these are fact and look you straight in the eye. If I can show you just that. How do you trust them with anything? How do you trust them with rebuilding the economy when we know they believe in the new Marxist philosophies? 
when we know the people behind read their website don't listen to me read their website about the green new deal the green new deal has nothing nothing to do with uh the environment nothing it is a whole makeover of our economy to where the government controls the economy You don't believe me. Believe their website. You must. I want you to find. I want you to find one friend. One. One person. Don't worry about anybody else. One person in the next four weeks. And I want you to talk to them peacefully, calmly, Somebody who is just on the fence. One person. This broadcast has a monthly footprint of 50 million Americans. That's between our website and everything else. 50 million Americans. If everyone in this audience convinced one person of what the truth is. That's a third of the population. If five million people did it, one person, you convince them to go and vote. That's enough to completely overturn any election. If, if, assuming that Donald Trump is going to get the same number of people that he had last time, if you can add 10 million people to that, there's no way they can win. You're smart enough to do it. And you may know right now who that person is. Don't go for the hardest one. Don't go for the one in your family who's just not going to listen. Don't stop. Stop. One person who will look at the truth. Who will say you can take them to their website. Don't take them to any conspiracy stuff. Don't take them even to me. Take them to their own words. Who do you trust? Back in a minute. So last night I get home. It's almost midnight by the time I get home. And uh, Uno is outside and he greets me at the car door in the driveway with his ball. <laughs> like, Uno, man, he is like super dog. I'm not kidding you. He he used to not want to eat until we started getting the rough greens, and he seemed he seemed healthy and normal, but I really believe he was sick. I really think he was sick because he's not like that anymore since we started giving him the probiotics and everything else. He is he used to go to sleep like at nine o'clock. I'd, I'd be like walking around the house. Oh no, oh no, where are you? He'd be in the bedroom sleeping. Hey, thanks, protection dog. Last night at midnight, he's ready to play. This supplement has everything they need, and you are going to see. The longer you feed it to them, the more you're going to see changes. It's remarkable. I would not, I would never endorse this if I hadn't seen a change in my own dog. It's been a miracle for Uno 
Just try it. See if they'll eat it. And if they start to eat it, every dog I know loves it. Uh, all of the staff, Pat's doing it with his dog. Stu's doing it with his dog. Um, they love it. If they'll eat it, then you watch the changes. It's all probiotics, antioxidants, vitamins, minerals, omega oils. Get your, you get your bag for a 14-day jump start right now and just see if they'll eat it. It's Rough Greens, R-U-F-F Greens dot com slash Beck, Rough Greens dot com slash Beck, or call 833-GLEN-33, 833-GLEN-33. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Um, I'm going to talk about the polls uh with steve dace here coming up in just a second uh he is uh he's a guy who looks at the polls rasmussen came out yesterday with a devastating poll for the president what really rasmussen it's always positive to the president what's happening with the polls i'm going to talk about those here in just a second and i want to ask you a series of questions uh and we'll do that in just a minute, right after the top of the hour news and a, uh, a local uh, station break. Stand by. Hey, everybody knows PayPal, but did you know that they were teaming up with Honey to save you money? Honey is the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. And now it's part of the PayPal family. Just add Honey to your computer and shop on all of your favorite sites like normal. When it comes to checkout, just click the little apply coupons button when it pops up. A few seconds later, Honey scans the database for all the working coupons on the web and watch your price drop. Honey works on nearly every online store, Walmart, DoorDash, Home Depot, uh, lululemon macy's honey has found over two billion dollars in savings that's why they have over a hundred thousand five-star reviews on google chrome store not using honey is literally passing up free money it is free to use and installs in just a couple of seconds get money for free by joining honey join honey.com slash back that's join honey.com slash back this is the glenbeck program i want to talk to you about bill bars it's time for my midday snack and i mean you don't get a body like this without working you know what i mean the problem is i eat these which are really healthy and have very low calories and then i go home and eat bowls of ice cream as well that's the problem if i would just say no to ice cream i think i would be much better off anyway built bars uh they have really really good flavors yesterday i had the german chocolate cake oh my gosh you've got a you have to try these. They're really good for you. They're low in carbs. They're low in calories. Uh, they're protein bars, but they don't taste like a doormat. They're, they're It's honestly like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code BECK. You're going to get $10 off your first order. They're really, really good. BuiltBar.com. Promo code BECK. Save 10% right now. And I don't have time to eat this and digest it until now the bottom of the hour. Thanks a lot. Entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. 
Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. I want to talk to you about the polls. And I have several questions that I want to ask you. And then I want to talk to Steve Dace, because Steve has been looking into these polls, and everything he says makes total mathematical sense. But why are all the polls so skewed? Is Donald Trump in that much trouble? Or what's happening? We go there in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I know having frequent pain in your life, it's not uncommon. Millions of people suffer from it every day. When inflammation hits your joints, whether it's from regular exercise of day-to-day living or the effects of aging, it's like dragging a car on a chain around you. I know I've been in severe pain, and I've tried everything. I even went on this 70-ingredient this diet for over a year. I know. Uh, I got back off it, and uh, whoa. Did I balloon up? Anyway, um, the 70 ingredients, they were all like no nightshade vegetables. They're, I couldn't have certain foods because they were the foods that cause inflammation. It helped some, but not like relief factor. And I have to tell you, I was not a believer in relief factor at all. I didn't think I didn't buy into all that. You know, I, I was on a 70 ingredient diet. Okay. And then, you know, I've taken Advil. I've even gone as hardcore as ibuprofen 800. No. Yes. No. I hate to admit it, but wow. I've done it only under a doctor's supervision, though. <laughs> it's just that nothing. That stuff doesn't ever work for me. I don't know why this does. I take it three times a day, every single day. And when I stop taking it, I get my pain back. It is. I don't. It's. It's like Jack in the magic beans. It's Relief Factor. Developed by doctors. Try it and get your life back. ReliefFactor.com. Call 800-583-84. 800-583-84. It's ReliefFactor.com. By the way, at, uh, at the Blaze, uh, what is it? Shop.theblaze.com. What is it, Sarah? Just say it. Just say shop.blazemedia.com. Thank you. Whatever. Uh, we've got the new uh, urine. What is it? You're entitled. You're t- you're entitled to your own opinion, but you're not entitled to your own facts. T-shirt. It's available right now. Great. Great. From Mike Pence last night. All right. Before I get to Steve Dace, I want to ask you just a series of questions. First of all. Do you know, forget about the media, forget about polls. If you didn't have the media, you didn't have polls telling you what everybody was saying. What would you say was going to happen a month from now in the election? Would you say it's going to be close? Would you say it's going to be a landslide? What would you say? Next question. Do you know anyone who voted for Trump that will not be voting for Trump this time? I don't know anybody. Next question. Do you know anybody that didn't vote for Trump and will this time? Quite a few. I know a lot. Mm -hmm. Next question. Do you know anyone that's excited about voting for Donald Trump? Every Trump voter I've ever met. Do you know anyone excited about Biden or Harris or any part of their campaign? I don't. 
Do you know anyone that is a secret Biden supporter and just won't say it out loud, but has every intention of voting for Biden? You don't have to be a secret Biden supporter. Do you know anyone that's a secret Trump supporter that won't talk about it with anyone but is going to vote for Donald Trump? Now, here's where it gets really interesting, because the decision that you have to come to is either you and I are completely wrong about America and we are no longer the republic that (laughs) for which it stands. We are no longer uh, that those people. And if that's true, then it's over. But that's the decision you have to make. Either something's askew or everything you thought you knew about America is over. Because let me ask you this question. Traditionally, are the Democrats taking stands that are in line with traditional America? Anti-police. They doubled down. It was that Trump people were racist. Now it's everyone. The entire country is racist. They are anti-founders. They are uh, for the Green New Deal. They are for more shutdowns because of COVID. They're for mandatory mask laws. They're for um, repealing taxes uh, or tax uh, tax relief. What else do we have? They're for the riots on the street. They won't deny that that those are are actual or they won't call those actual riots. Are these traditionally American thing? If I was if you were ever advising a candidate, would you ever say take any of those stances? Hey, you know what you need to do? Leak it out there that you're going to pack the court and then don't answer that question. Would you ever do any of those in traditional America? You couple that with no crowds, no enthusiasm, and then the fact that they have zero ground game. They're not doing a ground. They're not door knocking. There is no ground game. We learned that from Obama and Donald Trump. You have to have a good ground game. That's that's politics 101. Why don't they have a ground game? Then that party changes election laws. They start pushing for mail-in ballots, which have not been done before. Then they start saying there's going to be massive voter fraud. Then they also hire attorneys, hundreds of attorneys, to sue in multiple states for recounts. Millions spent on wargaming that. Dirty tricks, impeachment, having the media lie about things that are verifiable. Does that sound like a party that believes those polls? What the hell is going on? Because something's not right. Those two pictures don't fit. Steve Dace says he has. Do we just lose him? I think we lost the phones. Our phones are down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Steve's going to Steve's going to join us in a few minutes. And what he has to say about the polls, you need to hear. Because. The Rasmussen poll shows Donald Trump, I think, getting, what was it, 76% of the Republican vote? Excuse me? 
he got 80 like four last time. Do you know more people that are Republicans who are like, I'm just not going to vote for him? That doesn't make any sense. No. You, you don't have Mm-mm. anybody else to vote for. You, you, there's no third party. There's no one skimming votes. The lowest in history that a uh, Republican has gotten since these polls were being taken uh, and these stats kept, George H.W. Bush, the year Ross Perot was running. Mm. No one has had that kind of a bad turnout for the Republican president with Republicans. No one has had that except George H.W. Bush. How is that even possible? Add to that the number of polls that have said Trump is polling at right around 20% of the black vote. In some cases, 25%. There's no way. If that's true, there's no way. He wins in a landslide. Landslide. Hispanics. If he's up Mm -hmm. 5% with Hispanics and 5% with blacks, it's over for the Democrats. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. So what is happening? And Pat... I don't know about you, but I am no longer willing to say, oh, well, I, I think I'm right that th- this is all just this is all that, that, that there's no way that Joe Biden wins on election night. There's no way because I I honestly don't know. Right. Yeah. I watched that debate last Who night. Knows? And did you I was so amazed at the simple lies that they told. I mean, the mm-hmm. ones that with one Google search and it's out. Okay. And they just spewed them. Yeah. And they I thought care. halfway through, I thought, I wonder, though, if you've been watching CNN the whole time, if you're not thinking that's what Mike Pence is doing and you just believe Kamala because that's what your media has told you. I'm not sure that changes anyone's mind anymore. Based on the fact that Harris won the CNN poll by 21 points. I, I think that's what? the case. 21 points. Yeah. The CNN poll, 21 points. Now on Drudge, uh, Trump won 7129, or uh, Pence won 71-29. That was the I can only think of one presidential uh, vice presidential debate that went worse than that. Senator, you're no John F. Kennedy, mm-hmm. Dan Quayle. Yeah, he looked like a deer in headlights. He yeah. looked like he was 14 years old. He was just decimated in that, just decimated in that. But he at least was likable. Kamala Harris was decimated by Mike Pence, and she's not likable. I mean, I I started out with, I I think she's going to be likable. I think she's going to be likable during the first COVID part, (laughs) and then it just oh my gosh, she's so unlikable, hideous, hideously bad. (laughs) Okay, um, um, uh, the phones are back up. We've got uh, Steve coming up in just a second. First, let me just pause and then we don't have to interrupt him um, because he's got really good stuff to say. Um, My Patriot Supply. If you think 2020 has been crazy, I love these people like, oh, I can't wait till 2020 is over. 
Because then baby New Year comes. And baby New Year says, get out of here, you big white bearded year. I got to start all over again. Yeah, baby New Year is coming in with crap in its diapers. And it's been smearing itself in crap. Okay, that's 2021. It ain't going to get better, gang. At least not not right away, especially uh, right before the swearing in of the next president. Oh, it's going to be sweet. It's going to be peaceful. The birds are going to be singing. Uh, and, uh, and I'm going to be in my bunker someplace with my food storage. May I suggest you have four weeks to prepare. Four weeks. Please prepare. Prepare yourself temporally, spiritually, mentally. Prepare yourself and get and, and get into a position where you can at least be self-reliant for a while. My Patriot Supply have been helping people like you prepare for over a decade for precisely what is coming. I truly believe everything I have done in the last 19 years since 9-11, everything I have seen, everything I have felt, everything I warned you about begins November 4th. The day after the election, please prepare. Go to my Patriot Supply right now while you can get this food. Four weeks of emergency food today. Get it if you can. Get what you can at mypatriotsupply.com. That's mypatriotsupply.com. 10 seconds, station ID. All right. Steve Dace, please explain, because would you agree that either these polls are right and we are completely wrong about America and the and the republic is over because people just think differently now mm-hmm. uh, or there's something really wrong with these polls? There's really no other conclusion you can draw because, Glenn, if you looked at every other metric by which you judge an election's environment other than the public polls, I mean, even look at something that would be a kind of a secondary data point. The NBA is hemorrhaging viewers in the middle of its finals with one of its marquee franchises, mm-hmm. its marquee team. And it's because even in its own, pardon the pun, bubble, there is it's just exhausting to be co- politically preached at with the wokeness message, even from what's probably the most liberal f- sports fan base in the country. There, there, you, look at, you look at voter registrations. You look at early voting. I mean, there, by every other metric you would judge an election, we, we've, we, the, the unemployment rate going down, the final report before the election. Every other metric you would judge an election, you would think that Trump is coasting to victory except for the public polls. And so that's why I have been doing for weeks now a deep dive on their methodologies. Okay, so tell me, because the one that everybody was freaking out about was Rasmussen, because when Rasmussen, their polls have always favored Donald Trump Mm -hmm. to the point to where you look at it and you're like, I'm not sure I want to see another poll, right? Right, right, yeah. This poll has him losing by what? 12? 12. 12. 12. Yeah. What happened? Well, I got I have to give them great credit. This is a great marketing scheme. It got me to subscribe to their platinum package. That's the only way I could look at their methodology. And I, I got to the very first point. And just to put that 12 points in perspective, that would be the worst 
A Democrat challenger has beaten a Republican incumbent president since FDR Hoover, 1932, almost 100 years. Um, that would have Joe Biden outperforming FDR's final reelect in the fall of 1944 <sighs> while he was winning World War II. Right? Oh, my gosh. So, so I, I looked at I looked at their first data point, and then I just stopped and really wished I had not subscribed. They are projecting that Donald Trump is only going to win 76% of Republican votes. To put that in perspective, in the last seven presidential elections, and I don't go back any further than that, because then you get into an era when Republicans could win California and Florida wasn't a toss-up, mm -hmm. all right? So it's just not pertinent. Uh, if you go back in the last seven presidential elections, the lowest percentage any GOP nominee has gotten of the Republican vote was George Herbert Walker Bush only got 73% in 1992, but he had Ross Perot on the ticket si uh, siphoning away uh, votes from him. There is no such third party candidate this time. Trump, Trump got 88% of the Republican vote four years ago, Glenn. And that's when guys like you and I with platforms were sitting out not supporting him. All right. I mean, the idea that if, if he only gets 76% of the Republican vote uh, with the Democrats, the most left wing they've ever been, if that happens on Election Day, I'm coming back here on Tuesday the 4th. You name your stupid human trick. I'll do my best to perform it. That's not. You have to eat Pat's underwear. You have to eat Pat's underwear. Preferably pre-worn. Preferably pre-worn. <laughs> okay. Yes. All right. That is, that's a deal. It's a deal. All yes. right. It's a deal. Yeah. Oh, right. Please. That's for the first moment I'm torn. I vote for Donald Trump or not. <laughs> um, I mean, that's that's uh, staggering. So how do they how do they justify that? I have no idea. And maybe that's why you've got to subscribe to some of their internals is they don't want you to see how they came up with their math. I, if, if someone came to me, and I've, as I've mentioned before on your show and you have mentioned it, I've covered and worked on these campaigns. I worked on a presidential campaign last time. One of the things I did was analyze polling data and, and how we should strategize in response to it. If someone brought me a poll that showed that the, that the president, that this president with the, dude, he has almost a, a level of loyalty among Republicans that drives guys like you and I crazy, Glenn, okay? And if they came to me and said, he's only going to get 76% of registered Republicans, my response would be either you're fired or pay or refund me the cost of that poll. That's a ridiculous uh, assumption. And, that, and, and that's a 12-point decline in where he was four years ago. And if you look at their top margin of, you know, their, their top line of results, it's a 12-point spread. It's pretty much all that data point right there. Tell me about some of the other big polls. Because all the polls are saying this. NBC yeah, had him, what, 20 points behind? Yeah, that, that, that's mm. just not going to happen. OK, um, but if you look at some, you know, let me look at Monmouth, because when I was on the cruise campaign, we took them seriously. We thought that they were a, a, a quality public pollster. They're rated A plus by 538. So they just put out a Pennsylvania poll that has Biden winning the state by 11. Now, that would overperform what, what Obama did in that state in 2008. And Obama 2008 is the biggest Democratic presidential victory since LBJ 64. And they're saying that Biden's going to overperform that in a state that Trump just won. But if you look at the voter registration numbers, since 2016, Democrats have lost almost 42,000 voters in the state. Republicans have gained 160,000 voters in the state. Mm -hmm. To put that in perspective, Glenn, in the last election, Trump won the decisive three states by 78,000 combined total votes, which means Republicans have gained 150% more than that in Pennsylvania alone, and yet Trump's going to perform worse? 
that just doesn't make sense to me. I don't. I, I think NBC News is a scam. Okay, so let me ask you this: This is because this would play into, but this is conspiracy stuff. This would play into the fact that they all will say, "I guarantee you." If it's a landslide at night, they will yep. all say the polls didn't show this. Something is radically wrong. There's been fraud somewhere. There's no question. And then if they want to steal an election with mail-in voter fraud results, yes. they can say, well, this just matches up with the polls. They can go the other way. Now, I don't believe Monmouth is in on that. I certainly think NBC News is. I mean, look at their news coverage. Um, I think Monmouth is probably just doing a poll based on a 2016 voter file that doesn't reflect a, you know, a net gain of 110,000 Republican voter mm. registrations in the state. That's probably what's going on there. But, but for every Monmouth that might just not have the latest information to start a sample from, I mean, would it be, would it be a huge leap of logic for the people that gave us Russian collusion, Brett Kavanaugh, marauding rapists to just fake the polls? It's a scary time. It's a really, truly scary time. Thank you, Steve. I'm, I'm glad you that you're a voice that we can trust. By the way, you can hear Steve on Blaze Radio right after this uh, program. You hear him every single day. You can watch his show, blazetv.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You want to subscribe, use blazetv.com uh, slash Glenn and use uh, Glenn Debates and you'll save 20%. All right. want to talk to you uh, about Goldline. Goldline, uh, I just called them um, a couple of days ago to buy some silver. I'm not a big believer in silver. Um, traditionally, I've never bought any silver, but I do believe that gold is going to become so valuable that you're just not going to be able to use it. I mean, it'll just be, hey, can you uh, can I borrow? Can I buy that apple and that iron for can you break a ten thousand dollar coin? No. So you should have some silver. I, I, I just bought some myself. I am not telling you to do anything that I wouldn't do. In fact, I'm not telling you to do it. I'm telling you to look into it and find out if it's right for you. But uh, if we go into recounts and everything else, the market is not going to react well. The dollar is not going to react well. The world won't. Please call Goldline, running two separate specials at the same time. They've never done this before. They want you to really have a choice. Call and find out now, 866-GOLDLINE, 1-866-GOLDLINE. Please do it now. Steve Dace immediately follows this show. My show, Pat Gray Unleashed, immediately precedes it. Each weekday, 7 to 9, or anytime, anywhere you get your podcast. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Just on a personal note, uh, one of one of my real mentors, uh, one of the men who I just has taught me so much, uh, Russell M. Ballard. Uh, it's his, what is he, 93 today? Uh, wow. It's his birthday. No, he's 92 today. 92. 92. This guy is amazing and still full of life. And I met him 15 years ago, and I, he's really kind of a spiritual advisor of mine. Um, and uh, he, um, when I first met him, I had so many questions. I was at CNN, and I was finding all kinds of stuff, and I really wanted some spiritual guidance. And I said, so this is what I found. What do I do? He stopped me in mid-sentence and said, stop. Don't ask me or anyone else ever again what you should do with your calling that is between you and god 
and anything that I might say could take you off half a degree. And that's not close enough for God. So don't ever ask anyone again, what should I do? And I have to tell you, I thought that I thought that was amazing. Um, we are all um, we all have a right to hear for our life directly from God. And um, happy birthday, Russell Ballard. Dinesh D'Souza is joining us now with his take on uh, the uh, debate last night. He's got a documentary out called The Trump Card, available on DVD right now. Um, and it was just released a couple of days ago and headed toward uh, video on demand on the 9th of this month. Uh, he's also going to be on the Friday exclusive to talk about The Trump Card. That's the show that I do on Fridays just for uh, Blaze supporters. It's a great show, and I can't wait to have him on to talk about that. Dinesh, what'd you think last night? Well, it was a it was an interesting debate to watch. Obviously, a big contrast from the presidential debate. Um, that was a mud fight, an MMA fight. This was kind of more like a fencing match mm-hmm. uh, with two kind of adroit fencers dancing around and trying to score points. I thought uh, Harris was evasive throughout. I think it's interesting that the left, although they claim that their policies on fracking and guns and taxes have enormous public support. Whenever they're called in front of the American people to answer for them, they run away. They oh, no, 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 we, we don't really support those policies. So it was a little bit of a, a fleeing match for Harris, I thought. Well, she didn't. You know, what's strange is they're not denying those things this time. They're just not admitting it. You know, they're on record. Their own website says it. And they won't come out now at the end and admit it. But they also won't deny you're going to pack the court. The answer to that is no. No. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But well, the I think the reason the reason they can't say no is that their whole strategy, Glenn, I think, is to do all these bendings of the rules because they believe that we are the party of the nice guys and we won't do the same. So their idea is we'll knock down your monuments. We know you won't knock down our monuments. We will use the deep state against you. We know you won't use the deep state against us. We will pack the court. We know that even if you controlled all the branches of government, you wouldn't do the same. So ultimately, that's the way in which they take advantage, if you will, of our innocence or our virtue in order to try to play dirty. That's their game. Dinesh, if you didn't have poll numbers, what would you say is going to happen in November? If I didn't look at the polls, I would say that Biden is going to be destroyed in November because to me, the any understanding I have of the common sense of the American people is that the Dems have gone way too far. Uh, this condoning of lawlessness, um, the promiscuity of their spending policies, uh, the degree to which they have pushed towards socialism, I think it's out of line with the American character. So the polls give me pause. Because I think we always have to distinguish what we want to happen from what is going to Correct. happen. But nevertheless, but nevertheless, my instinct is that Trump, we're not going to need a recount or a court decision that Trump will actually uh, win several states that he didn't even win the last time. So I agree with you. But the only the only other option is that the America that you have extolled and love, the America that I know, the one that based on the founders, the one that's 
you know, we don't believe is racist. Uh, we do believe in opportunity for all. We do believe in the free market. We do believe in the police and our military. We do stand for the national anthem. Uh, that America is over if we're wrong. Would you agree? I, I would agree. And in that case, I would propose the following solution, which is essentially that we create these sort of, you could almost call them militarized zones, but I don't want to emphasize the word militarized. I just mean that we exit their culture. And I, by, by that, I mean, we create our own schools, our own movies, our own entertainment. We live in our own society, which we care, and we protect fiercely that domain. We just refuse to live in their world. Right now, their idea is if we get a political majority, we're going to force you to live in our world by our rules and submit to us or else. So I think we just have to decline that option. It's a certain kind of cultural secession within America. But they won't do they, if if they have the filibusters gone, they pack the courts. You won't be able to do that. I mean, it, it really is secession at that point. And that's something that they are actually planning um, you know, if Trump wins by a landslide in their own war games and their own words that are published on their website, they are talking about the secession of the West Coast. Well, when Abraham Lincoln gave his very famous speech against secession, this is the first inaugural address. It contained a very important exception. Lincoln basically said, show me if I have violated any of your basic constitutional rights. The, the implication being that if Lincoln had done that, if he had prevented, let's say, the South from voting or free assembly or exercising free speech, Lincoln's implicit point was then you would have a right to secede. But Lincoln's point was, I've just been elected. I've done absolutely nothing. So you're just seceding because I won the election. So I think it's important to realize that secession has never been ruled out completely in the American sort of philosophical statesmanship, it remains a possibility if basic rights are violated. And I don't have a problem. I mean, if people want to secede, I really don't have a I really don't have a problem. Just don't come to my. I want a wall around my state uh, because it, if we're not going to do any of these progressive policies and you say yours are going to work, I can guarantee you that you are going to fail and then you will blame it on us. So I, I don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. The Democrats keep emphasizing that they're going to be the party of unity. But I think they know how hollow that sounds because they have no intention of meeting us halfway or creating any kind of accommodation with us. They mean that they want to unify against us. And I think we've figured that out. And all of this means that these are problems that will outlast Trump, whether or not Trump wins we're going to have to figure out how we can coexist with citizens when we no longer agree on goals. But we, but is that means. because, you know, I found a, I found a speech from Abraham Lincoln and I read it yesterday and I, I just want to give you this paragraph at the beginning. They knew they could never raise their treason to any respectable magnitude by any name that implies violation of law. They knew their people possessed as much moral sense as and devotion to law and order and as much pride and reverence for the history of government in their uh, in our common country as any other civilized and patriotic people. They knew they could make no advancement directly into the teeth of these noble sentiments. Accordingly, they commenced on an insidious debauching of the public mind. They invented an ingenious sophism, which, if conceded, was followed by perfectly logical steps. 
um, they have been drugging the pi- private mind or the public mind for, uh, of their section for more than 30 years. That's that could be written and said today. You, yes, you, except I, I agree, Glenn, except I would add something that makes our situation a little bit worse. And here's what it is. In the 1850s and leading up to the Civil War, both sides revered the Constitution. The Southerners claimed the legacy of Washington and Jefferson. And so both sides were arguing within the constitutional framework. But now we have one side that burns the flag and won't stand up for the national anthem and, in a sense, rejects the authority of the Constitution to be the sort of literal arbiter of these disputes. So we're not now arguing about what the Constitution means. We're arguing about whether we should consult the Constitution at all. So how does a public live like that? Because you no longer have the unum. Our unum, e pluribus unum, was always life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. Government is instituted among men to protect those rights. The Constitution, the Bill of Rights. When you say throw all that out, you can't live side by side with somebody who says you don't have those rights. At the very least, what we can do is we can introduce on the other side the same kind of healthy fear that we have of them. And that would mean that they would realize that if they did certain things to us, we would either do the same to them uh, or we would make sure that they paid a price for it. So, for example, just to take a small example, as long as Antifa guys can break windows with impunity, they're going to keep breaking windows. The moment a guy gets arrested and is looking at a one-year lockup for doing that, lots of his buddies go, well, probably we won't go break a window tomorrow. So once we start imposing that healthy fear that comes from, listen, I don't I can't engage in actions without consequences anymore. Then it introduces an element of pause and you go, well, maybe I should learn to get along with the other guy. So what happens if Donald Trump doesn't win and they start uh, throttling people like you and me and you know they will? Uh, they will they will silence our voices. We may have our dot com, but we will not be Google, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. We won't have the public square anymore. Once that starts to happen, doesn't that shut up a lot of people who are weak need? There's no question that they will try if they win to treat the sort of Trump stain as a kind of ugly a mark on the American landscape. They will try to do everything to demonize not just Trump, but everybody associated with Trump. They'll try to make sure something like this doesn't happen again. Well, this means, I think, that we might have to flee to our own platforms. We may, we may have to do the kind of building we should have done in advance. I mean, we're the party of entrepreneurship. It's a little embarrassing that all these major entrepreneurial platforms from Facebook to Instagram to Twitter, are all controlled by leftists. We need to build our own. I'm taking sort of small steps in this direction already. You are probably as well. But yes, long term, I don't think we we can survive with this big sword of Damocles hanging over our heads. Uh, Last question. The... um uh, well, actually, I have two questions. Will anyone's mind be changed from last night? If you were watching that and you were educated by CNN, CNN said, you know, 20 percentage points she won by. Uh, does it, did this change anyone's mind? You know, the, um, we're, we're living at a time when the, when the polls, like the media, 
uh, have a stake in the outcome. And, and in fact, we see this with the moderator, too. Look at the discrepancy in questions to the Republican. It's always, how can you believe or can you explain? But to the Democrats, it's always more like, will you explain? So there's a complete difference of tone and approach. And I think you have to be a dummy not to see that. So once you realize that this is an unlevel playing field, then I think people can privately make their own conclusions. Uh, last question. Does, should the president engage in a debate that is virtual? I think yes, as an alternative to not debating at all, uh, even though there's no question that this virtual debate is a bit of a fake. It's more like a TV show than a real debate, but it still might be better than not debating at all. All right. Dinesh D'Souza, thank you so much. We'll talk to you again on uh, Friday. Dinesh I look forward to it. You bet. Uh, back in just a second. First, Blinds.com falls in the air. No better reason to finally update your window treatments than Blinds.com, their annual friends and family sale. You're going to have lots of friends and family over. The holidays are coming. With up to 40% off now site-wide, Blinds.com will make it easy to get custom window treatments that will give your windows the high-end look without the high-end price. Whether you like to do it yourself, you need design help, or you prefer measure and install services, they make it really super simple with easy online ordering and free shipping. You need some ideas? Check out the inspiration gallery at blinds.com. See the photos from real customers and let the results speak for themselves. For over 20 years now, millions of customers have trusted blinds.com to update their home. Blinds.com guarantees the perfect fit. Blinds.com. Take advantage of their annual friends and family sale up to 40% off all blind shades and interior shutters and more until October 13th. Rules and restrictions may apply. You're listening to Glenn Beck. We are going to, uh, we're going to go over some of the election uh, problems with uh, the uh, Democrats just saying, hey, you know what, we're going to, we're just going to, no, we need to do is just start voting in by mail. Uh, something that the five states that did it in the past took years to implement and iron out all of the problems. Uh, they just did it in six months, but no big deal. It's not going to be a problem. If you were watching uh, Kamala Harris last night, um, first of all, the the mainstream media's view that uh, Mike Pence was mansplaining to her is so obnoxious. So obnoxious. It was more like she was Kamala explaining everything to us. Oh my gosh, I never felt she so down ta- talked down so to. So condescending. Oh my gosh. And rude to him. They were disrespectful. It was it was despicable. Uh it was really I mean if I heard her one more time say, "Excuse me. Uh-huh. I'm speaking here, Mr. President or Mr. Vice President," and then just shook her head like, "Mhm, mhm, mhm, mhm." Oh my god. And how obnoxious was Susan Page? Jeez, I, she was the uh, the, moderator? the moderator. I didn't think she was. Didn't you? Oh, really? thank you, Mister Vice President. Thank you, Vice President Pence. Thank you, Vice President. For shut up for a second. Uh, He's wrapping up. Yeah, I hated it. I thought both of them. You know, I, I thought she did what she had to do. Otherwise, it would have been out of control. Um, but I mean, if you look, Kamala Harris had four more minutes than Pence did to talk, mm-hmm. and. He was much more powerful. He was. Do you remember anything really that she said? I remember some of the lies she tried to tell you. (laughs) Right. Yeah. But you don't really. There wasn't a home run. No. uh, Anything. He really made all the good points. He did. He did. He knocked it out. And uh, it was 
I think embarrassing for her. That Lincoln story. Oh my oopsies. I've got to <laughs> gotta talk about that. Because it's not even true. She had it wrong. It's the Glenn Beck program. It's, it's really interesting for people who say that they are all about the future. They're progressives. The Democratic Party has become the the nineteen fifties party. The one that everybody hated, you know, the one with the red scare and the big government and the CIA spooks doing all kinds of stuff and setting people up and and setting up different, uh, you know, coups all around. And the one, the, the 1950s America, where there were only three choices in media and they were all kind of telling you the same thing, where, where you'd lose your job if you if you happen to be on the wrong side of anything. That's that's the Democratic Party today. With the cancel culture, it's not the red scare anymore. It's the red, white, and blue scare. If you believe in red, white, and blue, you should be afraid. The big government lies. The the games that are being played now for really a coup of changing our election rules. And the amazing thing is, is they really, truly believe, as was evidenced last night, that only the mainstream media matters. That you're not smart enough to do a search. You're not smart enough or you're not um, uh, you're not obedient enough to only listen to the things that they say. You, you are you have you been have you been bad? Are you listening to somebody that disagrees with us? It's like they're in a time machine and they're stuck in the 1950s. But they're going to drag all of us there if they get away with some of the stuff. We're going to talk about truing the vote. True the vote. What's really happening in all of our states? We do that in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. The convenience of modern American uh, life right now complicates our efforts to maintain our values. You know, it used to be that your home was your castle. Your home was a safe refuge from the storms that were outside. Now, I mean, the devil is inside. It is inside because of all of our modern technology. Well, uh, it's worse than that because these big companies like Verizon are taking the money they make off of you for every phone call you make and they dedicate a portion of that to fight against the values that you hold. So not only are they providing all of this crap into our house, we have to have a cell phone. We have to have all of this stuff. Really? Really? Maybe we do, but we don't need to do it with somebody who's working against us the whole time. Patriot Mobile. You've got Verizon or anybody else. Switch. Let them ask. Let them uh, lose a bunch of customers because they've been funding Planned Parenthood. So we can all look at them and go, can you hear me now? Get a free month of service or a free phone plus activation with the offer code Beck. You're going to get the same great service because everybody's on the same cell towers. So you're going to get the same great service. You're going to get a U.S.-based customer service team that's won all kinds of awards. You're going to save money. And you're going to work for a company that believes in you and your rights. 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT. I can't urge you strongly enough. Get away from people who are not working on the same things you are. In fact, they're working against you. 972-PATRIOT. Veterans and first responders save even more. Yeah, they even like the cops. So make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 972-PATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 
Catherine Engelbrecht. She is the founder and president of True the Vote, uh, a uh, an organization that is is trying to make sure that our vote is secure and that our vote uh, counts and dead people's vote don't count or people that don't exist. Their votes don't count. Welcome to the program again, uh, Catherine. How are you? Thanks for having me back. You, you bet. Uh, I, I really appreciate you coming on. Um, I, I, I watch you every day because this is happening all over the country. We've talked about Pennsylvania. We talked about Montana. We should know something you said yesterday by today. Do we know anything yet? Has anything changed? Not, not yet. Not yet. So still uh, keep in watch. Okay. Uh, so where do you want to go today? What do you want to talk about today? What state or I, I know there's Ballotpedia out, which mm-hmm. do you have anything to do with that? Uh, no, except we use it as a reference. It's very difficult to wrap your arms around all the changes. And Ballotpedia is a great website. It's Ballotpedia, P-E-D-I-A uh, dot com. And they have kept a running list of election law changes and uh, lawsuits filed it's not a fully comprehensive list uh, because there are over 350 suits and fiats, and but it's but it's good. It's really a good spot for people to to see it. Um, and and frankly, that's increasingly been our message. You know, we haven't we have a uh, a section on our website just called "Call Your County." When you have an issue, when you have a question, call your county, and we give people the their election administrator information. And it's in the in keeping with that ballotpedia line. It's just see it for yourself, get involved, and understand how messed up this really is. Um, but ballotpedia has hundreds of lawsuits, and you can see it for yourself. So I, I'm I'm looking at it, and it is it's overwhelming uh, yeah. how much is being done. I I. I I talked to uh, Donald Trump Jr. last night, uh, and I really uh, could sense from him how uh, overwhelmed the mm-hmm. the campaign is. They they've they have fires all the way around them, uh, and and just trying to keep uh, up to speed on what was happening in each state was exactly what the the leftists always try to do and that's overwhelm the system overwhelm right absolutely so this this court case that's supposed to come out uh today we should know something about it can you just recap that for anybody who missed yesterday sure uh so amidst the sea of lawsuits that have happened uh over the course of these past few months related to the fog of covid and the opportunity that has been taken to upend election standards Uh, there was a case that came up in Montana that we jumped into where the governor, who is also running for Senate, decided to change the laws in his favor as a candidate for Senate and make the whole state uh, go uh, into a mail-in optional uh, standard where counties could just decide whether or not to send unsolicited mail ballots. And so it was under that premise, which is unconstitutional, by the way, that approach is unconstitutional. So we sued the state, we sued the governor. But but more importantly was the trajectory that that case then took on. And, and, and flash forward, here we are today. The case is, is being, uh, we hope, will be considered by the Supreme Court. It's on their docket to let us know whether or not they'll consider it. And the goal is twofold. The first is, with respect to Montana, to get an immediate injunction to stop that state from being able to have 
optional unsolicited mail ballots go across the state. Uh, that deadline is today. So it's it's uh, you know, we're we're here at the precipice. But the second piece is is really the crux of of, of, the, of the bigger picture. And that is we are asking the court to use that case to set a standard for many of the hundreds of other cases that have that have been formed up um, unconstitutionally. And we're saying, court, consider this. If a, if, a, if a case has not met the constitutional standard, then set that as the bar. That is a way to begin to organize these cases. Because to your point, Glenn, it is intentional overwhelm. They are going to tie up the courts to run out the mm-hmm. clock to push this election into the House. That is the play. <clears throat> so tell, another thing that go ahead, go, oh, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say another thing you may not know about and might find interesting is that, you know, it's how did we how do we find ourselves here uh, and why is the Republican Party nationally so ill prepared? And there's a reason for that. In the early 80s, 1982, there was a lawsuit between the Republican Party and the Democrat Party where the Democrats sued the Republicans over what they uh, alleged was vote caging and so forth. Well, rather than fight that out, the Republicans settled in a consent decree that is known as the New Jersey Consent Decree. The New Jersey Consent Decree settlement required that the Republicans not spend any monies towards ballot security at the national level. That, that was in place nationally until 2017. It just expired. And it, although it didn't prevent local you know, counties or states from doing anything, I mean, there was no national leadership. And so, and so for this entire time, there has been no ballot security plan on the right. And lots has happened. In these decades. What state are you most worried about? Mm. Or states? That's, well, you have, the, you have the, the lens of the traditional battleground states, and you can look at Wisconsin and Pennsylvania. Wisconsin is a mess uh, for a lot of reasons, one of which is that they have same-day voter registration. So you can walk in, register, and vote in the same day. There's no way in real time to validate identity, residency, or citizenship. And so that's a story unto itself. Uh, then you have, you know, in Pennsylvania where you're seeing they're getting rid of um, uh, signature standards uh, for their mail-ins. You know, there have already been over five and a half million votes cast. That is over 70 times more at the same point in 2016. Oh we're, we're 70 times more. It's, it's coming. And, and, and there's another issue. I know I'm a little disjointed, but this is important, and you have such an important platform. We are getting reports. We got just another one just came in from South Carolina where early elections have already started. And a, a voter wrote in to us. We have on our website a place that you can report issues and concerns, and we'll get right back to you um, as, as is appropriate. But they wrote in and said um, they had gone to go vote, and when they got there early to vote, um, they were told that they couldn't because they had received absentee ballots. But they hadn't. They hadn't requested an absentee ballot, nor had they received absentee ballots. 
And so the, they're, they're the cure of that is to go to, the, to your county official and ask that if a ballot was sent to you, it be canceled so that you be allowed to vote in person, which changes through the votes position on what we've been saying all along. We've been saying vote in person on Election Day. And now we are saying vote in person early to account for extra time you might need if you get there and are told, well, we've already mailed you a ballot. Now, there are there are ways that that can that could be remedied at the polling place. But the people that are working at the polls don't necessarily know all of the ins and the outs. So you just need to have more time to vote in person. I'm hopeful that that won't happen often, but it's going to happen because it's it's unavoidable. Oh, my gosh. I mean, Catherine, this is. I mean, this this is there's not going to be anyone who believes in this vote one way or another. They're just not going to believe it. I mean, this we lose our faith in this last institution that my voice counts. I mean, we've known that fraud goes on, but generally speaking, we have felt pretty decent about going to vote. If you feel disenfranchised uh, at the at the polling booth because the Democrats have changed the rules and no, we sent it out to you. No, well, I didn't get it. It's it's not going to end well. It's just not going to end well. I, I completely agree. Um, the one, the, the one, the one piece of this that we can hold to, though, is that if we can, this has been marginalized in a way that that I would I would submit to you is a is a is a game between <laughs> between bureaucrats and politicos and power brokers, and has very little to do with the hearts and minds of the of the everyday American who doesn't want this to to end in this way, that doesn't want this to go down in this way. And so while we may lose faith in this process for a season, we can't lose faith in one another. And so go and serve and be a part of this, bear witness to it, and then help on the other side to rebuild it, because that's what's going to have to happen. We have to be in this together to rebuild it. It it took a long time to get it to this level of, of disrepair, but we got to be there to fix it on the other side. Thank you very much, Catherine. We'll talk again. God bless you. You know, it's you. Uh, it, you have to be engaged in this. The, the good thing about this, this is not a federal issue. This isn't happening from the federal level. This is happening at your local and state level. The state has control of the election. So if you have a problem, you can fix it on the other on the other side. Unfortunately, I mean, um, uh, I will tell you. If um, I'm going to find the I'm going to find the uh, illegal defense fund uh, for the for the GOP, um, because this the litigation, they are already well funded on the left. They already have all of their briefs. I'm the guy who's doing all of these election changes. The guy who is in charge of it is the guy who was in charge of the ballots and the recounts and all that brought us Al Franken. So that is their plan. Uh, and uh, they, we're going to need funds for uh, attorneys, but we're also going to need people that just volunteer their time. Uh, and I know that the Trump campaign has started something. What is it called? Trump's army or something like that. Uh, poor choice of names for that, but uh, they're looking for people that have experience uh, 
that are attorneys or, you know, people that are not going to be shouters. They're going to be minders and they're going to look for evidence, look for what's going on and then be able to give good evidence uh, when it is needed. If that is you or someone, you know, please get involved. You've we've got to have people at the polls watching all of this more in just a second american financing nmls 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org you know what i love about you in this audience is that we're all pretty much alike we have different backgrounds (gasps) are we different colors maybe But we believe in hard work. We believe in being responsible. We believe that we have a vision of the future uh, that we can work towards, each of us individually. Now, those goals to be accomplished, you have to be um, you have to be really, really frugal and smart with every penny that you have right now. Interest rates have been insanely low for the better part of the year now, and Uh, If you haven't called to find out if you can refinance your mortgage or, you know, not refi, but uh, consolidate a loan for all your high interest credit card debt, you need to do it right now. I believe we have about four weeks to prepare and get our own houses in order so we can be ready to be on the field and uh, and have our have our life in order so we can pay attention to what to saving the republic. I know you're working hard, but take 10 minutes today and call and find out if American Financing can help you reduce the cost of your mortgage or consolidate and reduce all of the money you're paying to those credit card companies. It's American Financing, 800-906-2440. They're open now, waiting for you. American Financing, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. That's AmericanFinancing.net. Ten seconds, station ID. I, I want you to find one person that you think is open-minded and uh, somebody who is really conflicted on, I, I don't know what to do. I don't necessarily like him. I don't necessarily like them. And I just, I want you to ask them a, a series of questions. We'll go into this maybe more tomorrow, but I just want to go on, uh, for instance, Donald Trump is a racist. That has never been charged in his, what, 60 years of public life. Nobody ever said that about Donald Trump. Uh, it was just until he became president. But let's look at the evidence. And I want to show you something that they said last night that, again, Kamala Harris repeated that Donald Trump said that uh, the, uh, the Nazi rally that happened a couple of years ago, he said there were good people on both sides. They edit to have it sound like this. Listen, you also, listen to this. Also had people that were very fine people on both sides. You had people in that group. Excuse me. Excuse me. I saw the same pictures as you did. You had people in that group that were there to protest the taking down of to them a very, very important statue 
and the renaming of a park from Stop. Robert E. Lee. So when you're hearing that, you think, okay, well, he's not. I mean, he could be talking about Nazis, but that's because the media has echoed this lie for almost four years now. Listen to it without the edit. All they had to do is back the tape up about five seconds and listen. And you had people, and I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists, because they should be condemned totally. But you had many people in that group other than neo-Nazis and white nationalists, okay? Hmm. That's what he said right before. But you had good people. So, just start there. How can you trust anything that has been said about this man when they are still preaching this and the truth is so clear? Then I'm going to take you next to their own website. I want you to, I want you to see their stated plan for the next 100 days and talk to that friend who's kind of wondering and just say, this is not coming from a conspiracy website. This is them. Next. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I want to talk to you about Relief Factor. If you are in pain, may I suggest Relief Factor. Everybody has pain, and it gets worse as we get older. Um, but I don't want to be that I don't want to be that person that is always constantly in pain. I don't want I want my life. Okay, I've worked really hard in my life to get where I am, and I want to enjoy the time that I have off. I want to enjoy the time with my children and my family. I want to enjoy the things I love. I got so bad I couldn't paint anymore, which I really love. It's the only thing that helps me relax. I couldn't paint anymore. My hands were in such pain. Well, I can now. I've been painting up a storm. Tanya's like, please, for the love of Pete, can we give these away? Uh, Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-583-84. 800-583-84. It's relieffactor.com. Developed by doctors, 70% of the people who try it go on to order more because it works, just like with me. Get your life back. Relieffactor.com. Listen to Glenn, Stephen Crowder, Dave Rubin, and me. Pat Gray, listen to all the conservative voices at blazetv.com, promo code Glenn. Mm. This is the Glenn Beck program. Glad you're here. The debate happened last night. It's as if uh, the media was watching a completely different debate. Um, it is very, very clear who won that debate and who looked really, I mean, I think self-humiliating, um, you know, that little, okay, thank you. I want to talk about history. I want to tell you about Abraham Lincoln. That's, that's not what happened. Abraham Lincoln didn't say the people should vote. What Abraham Lincoln was doing during that time was trying to win a war and he needed to win the election. And so he took two prominent Americans that he said, I might nominate this guy. I might nominate this guy. That way, both of them were on the campaign trail going for Abraham Lincoln so he could win. The day after the election, he nominated uh, one of those two. And it was passed immediately. It had nothing to do with the people. It had nothing to do with that. It was political 
political. So honest Abe was playing politics with it. And it's just humiliating. You know, if anybody knows history, unfortunately, very few people do. Um, It is I am very concerned that if you watched last night and you your friends just watch mainstream media or just watch what's on Twitter, et cetera, et cetera that they're not going to get the truth um, because the lies are so blatant now. And we've been going over some of those today. But I want you to um, expose things to your friend. I want you to pick in the next month. I want you to pick one person that you think is on the fence and has an open mind and will listen to reason. And I want you to spend your month educating them, trying to get them to vote. One person, only one. Here's what you need to do. You need to start arming yourself with the truth in their own words. And the best place to do that are websites run by them. Jason is with us. He's our head researcher um, and uh, national security uh, advisor for, on, for my staff. Uh, and he is um, he and I have been going over this this web of people that are all well respected who are now part of this uh, uh, election transition integrity project. Uh, and it has nothing to do with transition. It has nothing to do with integrity. It has everything to do with getting the left to win, even if they lose. And uh, he'll explain that. Hi, Jason. How are you? Good. Thanks. Good. Um, so let's start there. Cause then I want to go to their first hundred days, but start with, Who's on the um, the Transition Integrity Project? Who is that? So pretty much all of the higher ups within the Democrat Party, uh, even if they're not elected right now, they're all still incredibly connected. People like uh, Donna Brazil um, mm-hmm. uh, participated. People like John Podesta mm-hmm. um, participated. Uh, when this first started, I guess coalescing was uh, actually several years ago. Actually, it was it was I think 2016, mm-hmm. uh, right after right sure Trump won right. And uh, there were meetings uh, that are on the record that they were getting together. They were hobnobbing together, trying to come up with a strategy of what to do, what comes next in the next election. They needed Mm -hmm. an insurance policy. Okay. So what do we do? So now we get all of this information from the source. So it's, it's not a whistleblower. It's not a conspiracy. It is from their website. They are not ashamed of what they're doing. Uh, what will you find on their website? So you will find, and I think we've already made this available, but if not, then we will put it, put it up there so that you can read it. I, the biggest thing that I'm concerned about here, Glenn, is that it's not being taken seriously. Oh, okay. That it's not being taken seriously. I know that firsthand. The white house, I really hope, I sincerely hope that someone from the white house is listening right now. And also the GOP, because when we get to the first hundred days, they especially need to be conscious of what's about to happen but they're pulling out all the stops what you'll find here is that they've got a step-by-step play-by-play you know game plan for election night Mm -hmm. so this so if you're in the trump administration this is why you need to listen to this or read this is because if you react to certain things a certain way they've got a response for that so let's say uh riots break out in the streets vandalism everything Mm -hmm. crazy starts happening Mm -hmm. That's planned. Mm-hmm. In fact, you'll read it there that the Biden campaign will call for people to get out into the streets. This is there's four different scenarios. Uh, people in the streets is in every single one of them. Right. And the worst 
for America, I think the worst scenario is a Trump landslide. If you are really, truly wanting a transition to be peaceful and have integrity, a Trump landslide, you would say we concede. They don't. The worst one is a Trump landslide. They go uh, through their wargaming and what was final recommendation, call for secession of the West Coast, uh, hold the nation hostage with uh, protests on the streets, uh, uh, add two new states. uh, And uh, what was the other one? What was the other one? Um, the, there was a couple more. One was uh, putting term limits on Supreme Court justices. Right. Yeah. Um, so all this the is things, not hyperbole. Yeah. This, this is, and it's from them. So I want you to go. What is the exact web address? Do you know off the top of your head? Uh, I don't, but I, I we'll, we'll put it okay. out. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll tweet it out in a minute. It is uh, the Transition Integrity Project. And I want you to look at that website and I want you to share that with a friend. Okay. Um, look for their executive summary. And if it's gone, we will repost it. Can I put one more thing again? If you're in the Trump administration, let's say it's going just how we want it to. It's a Trump landslide, just like you said. And that by far is the most dangerous scenario because they're not looking at anything, but what can they gain from this? Mm -hmm. So for instance, one of the steps is Biden will actually concede. He'll concede. He'll make a public concession. But right after that, and so then I, I guess that's to, to, for the rest of the administration and for the GOP to let their guard down. Mm-hmm. He will then renege on that concession. He'll then do that. And, and that's because they're going to put their little army of supporters and protesters out on the streets. They're going to say that changed his mind. That changed his mind. So now he's reneging on that concession and he's now pushing for several weeks after the election to, to begin counting all these votes. is the assumption then that biden is in on this project with oh absolutely no biden's, transition integrity biden's people? people were there mm. his people were there i mean this is wow. this was done to advise him and the left on what to do uh it, i mean it is it's it's phenomenal one of his uh one of his advisors i think his name is jake sullivan uh was also mm. part of these initial meetings when they were hobnobbing with these transition integrity projects this is all when they say there are former you know nsa officials former pentagon officials etc etc it's all obama people it's all the old obama and clinton people Mm. that's who makes this up along with bill crystal so they yeah. can Bill say Crystal. Bill Crystal yeah. is involved in this. That's There's another incredible. one. There's one other one, isn't there? Uh, the, the Lincoln Project people played Team yeah. Trump in this wow. in the game. Yeah. So it's it's <laughs> so Crystal has gone so hateful of Trump that oh, yeah. he's gone to the other side completely now. Oh yeah, that's amazing. Oh yeah. Okay. It's so amazing. so there's the first thing you start with, but mm. I want you to also know that their plans uh, that they're talking about in the uh, Integrity Project is. They're no different than the plans that they have for the first hundred days of an Obama, uh, of a Biden administration. The plans that they have for the first 100 days, they plan on being, as Bernie Sanders said, the most progressive since FDR. Well, the first 100 days in FDR, he changed America forever. Yeah. And this mm-hmm. is these are just some of the things that they have planned. So. This is absolutely we're going to show you in, I think, two weeks. Yeah. The actual in their own words, what they plan. But they're they're saying that. that so it's basically what brought us Trump was basically the, the electorate was pissed off that things weren't getting done. They wanted someone different in there. That's why Brexit happened. That's why that's kind of breaking out all over the world. Mm-hmm. Really. 
Um, but the left also sees things the same way. They were pissed off. And again, they say this, that nothing happened to their, during the Obama administration when they held Congress, when they had mm-hmm. everything. Yep. They're pissed off. They didn't get what they wanted. They're mm-hmm. like, no more. So there's roadblocks. There's things that they have to get, get um, do away with. The filibuster, that's gone. That, that is gone. In it, the first 100 days, in their own words, filibuster, gone in the first 100 days. Now, they're mm. expecting a, a clean sweep. So, obviously, they can't do this unless they get 51 votes mm-hmm. in the Senate. But they're expecting that. So, if, mm-hmm. if on Election Day, if we see they picked up those seats, the filibuster is going to be gone. The 60-vote majority rule, that, that's going to be gone. They're doing this because they need to push through all their radical agenda. They think now mm-hmm. is the time. It is. That's why it is. It's it's either now or never. It really is now or never. And it's and it's the same with us. If you don't believe in Marxism, if you believe in the free market, if you believe in the Constitution, if you believe in fair play, honesty, uh, uh, transparency, this is your last chance to step up. Now, this doesn't mean the battle is going to be over, but this is it, because if they get these things it's a there's no road bump. There's no road uh, 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 bumps at all. No speed bumps. It's a straight shot to hell. And they're taking steps. It's, it's hyperbolic to, usually to say this is the most important election ever. But this one literally is. It literally is. No hyperbole involved. Um, the things that you mentioned before that, that was mentioned in the Transition Integrity Project, they were going to use leverage if Trump won to give him the election, basically. Say, OK, fine, you can have it. We'll call off the riots. But, 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 yeah, everything, yeah, well, all that stuff. Basically, it's the election of 1876. Six, yeah. That's, that's what they want. That's their model. Um, Hayes won only after, you know, the Democrats allowed to give it to him. But basically, what, what followed was Jim Crow in the yeah. South. They, the, the, the Democrats, Democrats uh, said, okay, fine, we'll compromise, mm-hmm. but an end to Reconstruction, you get your people out of the South, the Jim Crow laws, all of that stuff came. From exactly the thing that the Democrats are saying themselves on their website on the transition project. It's one of the first things in the summary. We are modeling this after the 1876 election. They say it. They say it. I wow. say it. And, yeah. I, and again, not to go, Jeez. not to backtrack into, into the, ten, that, that, what we just covered, but they, they talk about the things that they're going to get um, out of, you know, this, uh, th- this compromise and what they're going to do in, involving, even though uh, a state goes for Trump, they're going to convince Democrat governors to send their own uh, electors to yeah. over and not, and not give it to Trump. These are the things that they're going to pull. Wow. That's why the Trump administration needs to listen to this and the entire GOP. But he, but they're not. But they're not. But they're not. <laughs> they're not aware of it. Um, uh, I hope they're. Uh-huh. I, I hope they will wake up in the next uh, day or so, um, because I I I made a impassioned case for this, uh, and they were not up to speed. The GOP and they need to be um, because we have four weeks. They've prepared for four years. We have four weeks. We're fighting the fire right in front of us, and we don't realize that fire is a part of a bigger fire that's now surrounding. Um, They have to take a bigger uh, view on this election because it's not just about winning on November 3rd. The real battle begins November 4th. All right, Jason, thank you so much. Uh, That show will uh, be coming in about two weeks, but we're going to get you some more information on that as we get get closer and give you all of the details. Find a friend right now that you think is open 
to truth and just doesn't know. When you want to do a job right, you make sure you have a box full of the right tools. Uh, that is a toolbox, I am told. That's the scientific name for it. And we are, of course, all down with science, dog. The most trusted name in cybersecurity these days is Norton. So when it, keeps, when it comes to keeping yourself and your family safe online, you don't need just one tool. You need a whole toolbox full of everything you're going to need, and that is Norton 360. On top of all the real-time protection tools that you that keep your personal information safe when you're on Wi-Fi, you'll get them. A, a VPN with bank-grade encryption. That is so important. Norton 360 offers a safe cam, which will notify you if someone is hacked into your system and attempting to activate your webcam. When it comes to Wi-Fi security, Norton 360 has you covered. Nobody can prevent all cybercrime, but Norton 360 is a powerful ally for your cyber safety. Get 50% off your first year now with an annual subscription at norton.com slash beck that's norton.com slash beck this is the glenn beck program all right so it looks like uh so it looks like Joe Biden is caving now on the debate early this morning already yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. Already this morning, uh, they uh, they said the presidential debate's going to be virtual. And Donald mm-hmm. Trump. Uh, no. Nah, uh-uh. Do we happen to have that audio of Donald Trump? Uh, he was on uh, he was on uh, Maria Bartiromo this morning and she and he's like, not going to do that. <laughs> no, that's not a debate. That's a TV show. And uh, gee, uh, notes could be there. Prompters could be there. I don't think so. Uh, so he said no, and uh, just a few minutes ago, it looks like Biden says, "Let's just move past it. They're going to get to no. Let's move the debate date. So oh, let's move okay. it a week later. Now the well, that means the there's commission. only two debates instead of three, because that's when the third debate is supposed to be a week later mm-hmm. on the 22nd. So that would eliminate that. Yeah. yeah, unless they did two nights in a row, which would be fun. That would be fun. That would be fun." Uh, so they're saying, let's wow. move the date for the next debate. That's the campaign urging the commission, please, mm-hmm. please, can you do it? So the commission will have to decide and we'll see what happens. I mean, this is this is like I feel like we're living. We now know what it was like to live in the former Soviet Union where the where the press was Pravda. It was yeah. all in and you could see it with your own eyes. Like, and grocery stores are full with everything today. Toilet paper everywhere. <laughs> Everyone's got toilet paper and more than just potatoes. And then you'd be standing in line. The, there's no Where? toilet paper. Where is it? Shelves are empty. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's that clear mm-hmm. now. Uh, and just bizarre. This is just not America, as uh, any of us have have ever recognized. It's really bizarre. The fun part of that, Maria Bartiromo, uh, interview with Donald Trump was when he called Kamala Harris a monster and a communist. <laughs> <laughs> Only Donald Trump. Only Donald Trump. Probably Only. not helpful for those who are on the on the edge, don't know who to vote for. But I love but it right now. <laughs> I just absolutely love me it. Me too. Me too. <laughs> I didn't think I ever would. Heaven help I, us. I love it. I love it. Yeah. All right. See you tomorrow. <laughs>